normal then this is not the show for you please go somewhere else this is wyrd if it's getting weird it's got to be the weird mountain gals show you're listening to byron and alicia the weird mountain gals Any good shells? No, no, no. We were there like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> so there was just, I, I picked up four or five, those bl- long black oyster shells. Yeah. That I mean, nobody collects those, but I was at the beach, had to pick up some shells. And there were a couple of um, scallop shells, but yeah, eh, it wasn't a good time for shells. Which beach was it? Oh, let's see if I can remember. It's called East Beach, and it's on the Georgia coast near uh, near that fancy-ass beach that people like us can't go to, right. whose name I can't remember. Jekyll Island. Yes, thank you. It's near Jekyll Island. Though I, I, have been, I have been to Jekyll Island. It wasn't so bad. I love Jekyll Island. I, I go there as much as I can. <laughs> I, I mean, it hasn't been much lately, but it's beautiful. The thing about Jekyll Island is you don't want to go there for a quick day trip because right. it'll cost $35 to park. And that's not a joke. It really will. But mm-hmm. if you're going to stay for three or four more days, that's a place to do it. Now, it's, but I don't know. I'm saying that it's been 10 or 12 years since I've been. So who knows what it's like now? Well, and um, and East Beach was lovely. Was it? It had it had a lot of good parking. It had a Coast Guard 
facility with showers and bathrooms and all that. And of course, it's the middle of October, so it wasn't crowded. And it was the perfect temperature. Was it? Maybe low low 70s. We were yeah. low, low 60s, I think. Well, well actually, it's a little bit colder. Not in the 70s over there. And uh, of course, I was at the Redneck Riviera part of <laughs> that's what they call it um the uh, uh myrtle beach <laughs> you, did you see no of course you didn't see this never mind but uh, there was a south park episode that had myrtle beach featured in it because they I, had i don't doubt it <laughs> they had mr garrison who is no. the <laughs> and he he had gone to Myrtle Beach. It, well, he took his his guy with him to go to Myrtle Beach, and the and the fellow was like, "You just want to go there to rally?" And he said, "No, I don't. No, that's I just want to go there and walk on the beach with my boyfriend, and I love you, and kind of thing." And sure enough, it ah. shows falling asleep, and and he creeps out of bed about midnight or so and he sneaks away and he goes to the giant trump store and because they have one there they have a trump store and and he goes in there and the next thing you know he's he's talking and dressing as if he was trump and he's saying all these trump things and <laughs> and he gets caught you know the boyfriend catches him eventually and all of that but the the actual real reason I was telling you about it is not not the whole Mr. Garrison story, although that's a funny storyline in South Park. He actually was the president in disguise, and oh. nobody knows him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so there's a subplot. But uh, I was telling you because the cartoon version of Myrtle Beach is beautiful, and it really oh. did. It looked like Myrtle Beach. It had the the pretty Ferris wheel and all of that stuff. And I was like, it is a beautiful beach. I mean, it, it wasn't for people being there. It would be great. People screw everything <laughs> up every time. Two people. <laughs> Though uh, at the East Beach, um, as we came onto the beach, you know, you go down that little, uh, there's like a wooden pathway thing that takes you to the sand. Yeah. So you don't fuck up the dunes. I mean, yeah. um, so by the time we got onto the beach, there was this, um, these couple of gals over there and they're playing the best music, like really good seventies music, oh, like wow. Jim Croce and stuff like that. Um, and, and everybody was really, really friendly. I like that. It could be. I mean, it could be because uh, it was the beginning of October. I mean, middle of October at the beach. So all the people that you wouldn't want to be around weren't there. Well, all those people would be all the people. All the people. I, that's, I don't want to be around any of them. <laughs> I, I know it's a wrong and not a very practical attitude, but that's the way I get. I, I get, and I know it's wrong. <laughs> I try and work on that. It's not <laughs> but I can't help it. Every time I get out there and there's too many people, I just I just get have a bad attitude. Too <laughs> peopley. I tell you what, did you have some good seafood though? Cause because we did. Oh my gosh. I had I had shrimp. I had I had some blackened. What was it? Um, haddock maybe it was mm -hmm. the best I've ever had I swear the best I've ever had well, and I had fried shrimp I mean fried okra and my favorite thing in the world to eat though I don't really I can't really say that but I do love me some hush puppies oh yeah well Craig I mean, it's, like, it's beach cornbread what can I say but it's good beach cornbread Craig took us to Calabash yes and and he bought our, our meal, and we ended up with some calabash little grouper bites. Ooh. And, and then they had a special on crab legs. So you get, so we ended up getting like, I can't, I don't know if it was three or six pounds of crab <laughs> legs. It was one or the other. And, uh, and I had a bowl of crab soup. And that was our entire meal. Oh, and he had hush puppies. 
and they were the best hush puppies, you know. Oh my but, god! But who wants hush puppies when you can have crab legs? I mean, straight out of the out of the basket that they caught them in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that. I do get that. But I do love hush puppies. I'm just gonna oh, say yeah. I do love hush puppies. Well, yeah, I do too. And I do. <laughs> What's not to love about them? But, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, that was our our biggest big seafood splurge, and it and it was, uh, you know, I'm sure my cholesterol got mad at me, but I don't care. <laughs> well, and the festival we were at had amazingly good food. You know, generally speaking, you go to a festival and you're going to eat a lot of just unhealthy garbage. Yeah. But it was good. It was very good, and he he cooked everything fresh. He had a big grill. Nice. And, you know, he would tell you, this is what we're going to have today. And I have a vegan option for that, but this is what it is. So, you know, you didn't, you didn't have 15 things you could choose from, but but it was good. I mean, it was all Mm. good. That's real good. Well, Florida, though, let me tell you this, you, my, our friends that are listening from Florida, I know why y'all are so damn crazy because Florida is always trying to kill you. Always. We were camping on this land and it's farmland and uh, some friends of mine own it. So, and, and they will agree with me on what I'm about to say. So fire ants are a thing and they are, they are, well, their mother and father were not married. I'm just, that's what I'm saying about them. (laughs) And the first we set up for camping on Wednesday and that night, there was a rainstorm, thunder, lightning. I don't know how many inches of rain. It was huge, huge, huge. And that evidently drives these fire ants out of the ground. And the next day, I had one that climbed all the way up my leg, all the way up my torso, and bit me on my boob. Bit me. It crawled all the way up to bite me there. Oh, my God. And I was really lucky because some people who stepped out in the middle of the night yeah. to maybe have a little wee-wee-wee and didn't put no shoes on just got eat up. It was just, it was horrific. And they had these little bugs that look like cockroaches, but they are technically wood oh, beetles. Yeah, no, oh, they're wood beetles. They're the size of like little German cockroaches that fly. And those those suckers were everywhere if you finished your tea and you put it down on the table and turned away it would have four or five of a minute when you turn back oh my god it was was terrible 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 i remember those bugs i don't like them now it was a wonderful festival i had a had a great time uh saw a lot of old friends met some new friends connected with some people i kind of knew so all of that was very very good but Damn, mm. living down there. I am never camping in Florida again. Never. And I told the organizers, I love those people. Uh, hey, Trisha, if you're listening, I love Trisha and Eric so much. And Vicki was the other big organizer. But I am never camping again in Florida. Never. Not any time of year. Not any time. Well, in the ants lately, especially that time of year where it's not as warm. You have to worry about pythons and all kinds of lizard life and and all of that that want to get right up there beside you because you're warm. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's uh, not that, I mean, I, I don't sit around and, and, and think about shit like that, but I wouldn't want to camp there either. No, I mean, no, never. You hear a boar coming at you up in these mountains because <laughs> it makes a big crash and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I go to Florida, you know, once or twice a year, but until now I've been camping in a place that I guess didn't have that problem. Or I was in like a Kiwanis camp where that, you know, you have little <laughs> dorms that you live in. Yeah. But I just, I made a vow to myself that I'm not, cam- I'm not camping in Florida again. Well, good for you. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not going to do it. You don't have to. Yeah. I do not have to. You are you are entirely correct.
I am just laughing at you. Y'all, I wish you could see what I'm seeing, which is like Alicia is bouncing up and down. And every once in a while, I'll see a big old thumb come across. (laughs) And then she'll disappear. And then she just kind of wavers, quavers. I don't know what she's doing. She's fixing something. I've got this. we're, We're recording the show today on with the iPad instead of a computer because my computer blah 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 I don't even want to go there um but the iPad it's, it, be it's getting fixed your computer's getting fixed yeah so uh but the iPad should be uh, able to do it in theory <laughs> in theory will and again my friends I wish you could just see Alicia's face as she is saying that and ro- rolling her eyes and like shaking her head and nodding her head. It's like, oh no, yeah. it's going to be fine. I, I, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can't, I can't wait till they are seeing the podcast and seeing us. We're going to have to straighten up and fly right, my friend. No, I'm going to have to learn how to dress correctly. I can't, can't have a t-shirt like this one on because it might well, fit somebody. Except I can't see your t-shirt. It says, it says my, it says my people skills are just fine. It's my tolerance to idiots that needs work. (laughs) I can't, because somebody might get offended, you know. Well, but see, nobody would see it. Except now I'm saying people skills. That's all you see. You don't see the tagline. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to have some mysterious background or what I've got. I kind of know now that what I want to do is have you on half the screen and me on half the screen. Yeah. And if, if I can, if I can make it that far in my learning and uh, I've not gotten any farther than that, except for one big thing. And that is, you know, part of what we have going for us now is I can cut the shit out that nobody needs to hear. <laughs> if we're on video, I can't just cut out the video. Although maybe I can. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, think it'd about be a little bit of a learning curve. We can do it. There'd be a lot of people who would just leave us at that point because if we posted it, they'd get offended or or you know decide that we were too NSFW or whatever. And that'd be it. No, I think we'll just get even more people who are like, oh, my God, those two are crazy. Let's watch them. Yeah, maybe. That's true. Howard Stern made it. And he was a shock jock. Remember that? I do. But we're not that. We're not shocking. No, we are. No, we are shocking a little bit sometimes, but we're not a shock jocks. (laughs) Oh, I can't believe how many podcasts are out there about every subject under the sun. Man, and there's like a bajillion of them. And if you'll notice, if you ever see anything on television live now, they're pushing you to podcast. And even, yeah. even online, say you go to a news site, the news site is pushing you to podcast. Isn't it's, that interesting? It is interesting, and I like it. I, I can do things, you know, most people are listening to podcasts as just an audio file, but there's a growing number of people who go to YouTube for their podcast. Yeah. And you can just feed it to whatever devices around you and whatever, you know, and they're not restricted like they are in traditional television. The content is not as restricted that, you know, they don't have to be as formal with age limits and stuff like that. So I guess we're going kicking and screaming. <laughs> Just like, here we go into video age. World may not be ready. Well, and I posted, um, I had my to-do list on a couple weeks ago and I had marked off so much stuff on my to-do list. There was just a few things left. So I went ahead and posted, da-da, look, I got a bunch of stuff done. I feel so happy, blah, blah. And then somebody said, TikTok, are you going to do TikTok? Because mm. I had TikTok as something to think about. So mm. I'm still uh, thinking about TikTok, thinking if, about it. We'll probably, like I said, we've already got an account that's basically unused. 
and and then my computer broke down and I couldn't get you the info but you're already there to some degree on on it weird mountain gals has got an account for it that's unused and anytime you want to take it and run you can um i'm i believe that they have a way for us to podcast on tiktok to put our podcast on tiktok from youtube and that's why i'm going visual and that's part of the reason why it's i just it's not that i couldn't stand the thought of not gracing the world with our beauty but (laughs) keeping it we shouldn't keep it hide it under a lamp we should put on our light under a bushel is that what you think we're doing that's a, oh boy, I don't know how long it's Look been. Out, here it comes. This little light of mine, <laughs> I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, mercy. Yeah. Hey, well, I talked to my uh, my feller at my publisher at Llewellyn, Marcus, yeah. and I said, Marcus, I I've always thought I was too old for TikTok, but I I'm being told by friends that I'm already on TikTok. Because people move my stuff from other formats to their from other platforms, um, but I am just rightly terrified of it. And he tagged me onto this gal, and she said, "Oh no, you got to do it! I saw one of your videos. You got to get on TikTok, and here's how you're going to do it." She laid it out for me, so she is a good advisor. Oh, cool! For doing that. Yeah, I'd like to. Oh, that's cool. Because, you know, I see I see some of the people I see some people that I have a great deal of respect for and or love who do TikTok. And I think don't do that again. Get your ass off TikTok right now because you're terrible. So I don't want to be that person that embarrasses all my friends. Well, the, the, the problem that I have with TikTok is not the way that it functions, because we can figure that out. The problem I have is the things that it does behind the scenes. Yes. You know, for a while they were considering uh, finding a way to get rid of TikTok in the United States because it goes so deep into your personal information and your contact list. And And the thought is that there's all kinds of things being done that you're not aware of behind the scenes. And I do have a problem with that, but but TikTok has become ubiquitous with social media now. So it's almost like, well, it's already there. It's already being done. Your information is probably already compromised. So it's a feeling of, do you just give in to that or, or what? Because it, it really could benefit you. And yeah. so, so, but I'm, I'm on the fence about it. And Me too. The, cliche, Me too. The, the cliches about it are, well you know cliches are there because they started out as somebody noticing a pattern you Mm -hmm. know and then pretty soon everybody realizes this is a pattern then it becomes a joke and a cliche and so it's true I mean there's all these stupid things that will just completely waste your time on TikTok so you have to be disciplined about it but that's not a question with you you're disciplined you can be very disciplined. I am, I am pretty disciplined about my social yeah. media. I I'm mean, sure. I do for myself falling down a hole sometimes like people do. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't spend hours and hours looking at reels and, or any of that stuff. I kind of get oh, in, sure. do my work, and get out. I could do that so easy. I could just be that person who sits there like this looking at them all day long. And, and I can do that with certain games, too, on my cell phone. So I was thinking about that yesterday is that I need to not look at any digital things for about a half hour before I try to go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Those two. And I know why and all that. But usually what I do is the last thing of the day is I go check on weird gals stuff. And then yeah. I go to the uh, that other group I've got and then the earth critters stuff. And I, I do my last stuff for the day on that. And then, then I go to bed. But by then my brain goes starts oh well maybe i should and then maybe i should do this other thing and you know so i that's my new thing that i'm trying lately is not getting too digital before i 30 minutes before i go to bed i think that is really really smart because it's easy to get i don't know just whooped into it 
Yeah, the stuff is hilarious, some of it. Oh, and did you did you happen to notice do you what I sent you, the screen capture that I sent you? Uh maybe yesterday. Here I'll show it to you. Now I know you get a million messages and you were online at the time, I think, because I found out afterwards. Let's see. Yeah, here it is. Can can ooh, let me try this again. <laughs> um, oh yes, yes, I saw that. That was uh I thought, yep, yeah, it's it's real. That was a screen captured advertisement for yeah. an artificial intelligence girlfriend. Yep. That pay a monthly fee. And it's it's so getting to be so common that it's on Facebook in the ads now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's happened. Well, that's good. The, the anybody any I'm gonna say this, any man who'd want an AI girlfriend is yeah. not a man that a real living woman would want to interact with. That's true. Well, that, there's a growing number of people who are starting to protest it because they say it's going to affect an entire generation of breeding population men. Good. Um, yeah, that's what it, we need. I'm telling you, if any man that would want an AI girlfriend, submissive, the you know, whatever thing he wants, he shouldn't breed. He shouldn't he shouldn't pass those genes on because they suck. <laughs> yeah. I I mean I'm with you on that. I don't know what to say except that. And maybe that's the breed. answer. Maybe that's the answer to overpopulation. I was thinking that. You know, have, have a rubber doll for a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And and somehow, yeah. That can so when you said that. My brain went into so many places at the same time <laughs> that I couldn't even pick one to start talking about. Like, <laughs> I just froze up. <laughs> she couldn't it. help it, y'all. She froze up. I did. Well, I just, I just went video crazy yesterday because I was, I went out to buy turnips because you know I did that thing last night at Raven and Crone, and I carved turnips into jack o' lanterns. And my store, my grocery store, didn't have any turnips. I was like, "What? How can you have no turnips?" So I did, uh, I went out to the Blue Ridge Market on Weaverville Highway and, um, and I was just picking out turnips and I thought, oh, I think I'll do a video for this. So I just pulled out my phone and I told Joe, I'm going to do a video. So blah, blah. So then I did this whole video about how to pick out a good turnip to carve into a jack-o'-lantern. Then I got my glad behind home with all my nice turnips and I thought, well, I'm going to start carving them now so they're ready for tonight. And I thought, well, why don't I do a video of that and show people how to carve it? I showed them how to pick one out. Now I'm going to show them how to carve this. So I did that little video. And then last night I did that thing at the shop and they did a video of that. So I was like, I was on video all day yesterday. <laughs> I felt like Darcel Grimes. Uh, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Vanna. No, better Darcel. No. No, <laughs> no, none of the above, I'm afraid. Well, it's okay because you have stuff that needed to be videoed. I mean, I did, and then I've decided I'm going to read, you know, the back in the back of my, my book, Roots, Branches, and Spirits, I've got some local ghost stories. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do a video of those. I'm going to read them out loud at night because you know I was doing those night night things for a while mm -hmm. I'd read something from the new book and then wish everybody good night and a lot of people seem to really like that so I'm gonna do ghost stories for Halloween we did remember that year we did a one ghost story every day for yes. like two or three weeks leading up to it yeah. most of those I'd say most of those were were local ghost stories too yeah I think there's so and there's so many that are they're probably true they're probably well, true i think i think they are as true as as they are which mm -hmm. means they might be true and might not be true but either way they are they are evocative of the season how's that it is yes but you know we've got we've got some good local ghost stories every oh, place yeah. probably does but we've got some ghost stories that are kind of behind the scenes that are not the the 
the visible ones out in the public and disturbing ghost stories and they they smack of reality they smack of the truth they are true some a lot of them and they really will get you after a while if you if because when I was given that ghost tour through Asheville I focused on that a bit and I would keep my brain was kind of full of those stories and those places and stuff and I thought wow that could if you if you just let yourself go there all the time boy boy <laughs> Asheville's got some dark stuff oh but, Asheville has some very dark stuff very dark stuff yeah and I, I that's not suitable for you know the evening story on Facebook and I know you agree because I know you know about a lot of it and yeah. I, I think that has a lot to do with the character of some of the the folks from from our generation back you know they were stoic about a lot of things and death and and ghosties and stuff like that were part of the things they were stoic about oh yeah oh yeah and that you know life well i talked about last night in that program i did is that our ancestors endured things we can't imagine because our yeah. lives are generally speaking pretty damn soft and yeah. our ancestors they just they endured so much and they just kind of you know they did it for as long as they could until their bodies just gave out yep if 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 well i would say that my latest television habit has been youtube videos of old documentaries about the scotch irish that came into these mountains and oh, you mean our, you mean our ancestors mine and yours yeah yes yes we both sit here with our hair got all this red in it i learned stuff that they don't tell you in the newer documentaries and that you see photos of things so it's you know i really like those older ones like from the 40s if you can find oh, them hey link me some of those would you okay, or, or put them in the podcast uh when we when we post that yeah because I, I would love to i'd love to see those yeah it, it's been i mean most of them are 20 minutes or so because they would have been a half hour documentary and you know with the commercials and stuff in them they cut down to 20 minutes or so i've seen a couple of them from pbs or uh -huh. whatever version of old version of pbs was called that were really good i hope i can find them again and some of the best music I heard some keening last night. The real, it sounded like the real thing. Wow. It was an early recording of, of, of it. And uh -huh. I got chills. So yeah, that's, that's been this. Well, and here we are talking about death and the dead. And that's yeah. the appropriate time of year to be doing that, isn't it? Well, we can't help it. It's, I mean, I can't help but talk about it because it's what's in my brain because it's what's yeah. going all you have to do is take a look outside last night, look up at the moon. Oh my gosh, wasn't that beautiful? Gorgeous. Oh, it was sharp, sharp as an axe. Yep. It 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 looked like something out of a painting. I bet your kitchen smells good right now. It does. I'm stirring up my beans. I need a little bit more water. I tell you, I went putting water in the beans. Water in the beans. When we were over at Craig's, he had made a barley soup, a vegetable barley beef or something like that, beef barley soup. And it was oh, so good. And his place smelled so nice. Smelled like the beef. It's one of my favorite grains, barley. Chewy. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, his, yeah. Uh, his place smelled like barley and the beef. And it was good. Oh, oh that well, sounds good. We did I ever tell you about that time we put that odor? We created the new odor at the beach, the new smell. No, no. tell uh, me. We we went and stayed up at my mom and dad's place one fall for about a week or two. I don't remember, and it was probably last week of October, first week of November, and I had gone and bought a bunch of fresh seafood that we were going to cook up and we did 
and had a really good meal. And at the end of the meal, we slid some oysters into the oven to bake some oysters, right? Ooh, yeah. There and we we started talking, you know, it was very low temperature. So we sat there and started talking and talking and talking. And the next thing you know, we were taking a walk out on the beach. And when we came back, the oysters on the half shell had melted into the metal pan. Oh my God. Now you want to talk about a smell. Melted melted oyster seashells are no thank you. So we did, you know, we opened some windows and then one of us got the bright idea to to find a some sort of room spray. And I guess my mom had like glade or some crap like that and sprayed it all over the house and we had to leave because when it mixed with that crab smell that we called it crabby glade from then on out (laughs) name of the smell (laughs) do not buy it if you ever see it on the shelf it was disgusting it really was so i know i like that's just nasty it was. <laughs> we were we were lucky that that that's all that happens. Yes, and, you're lucky the house didn't burn down. Well, that's, that's, that was some dumb stuff to do, but of course, I guess everybody's done at least one dumb thing when they were at the beach, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> at least one. <laughs> yes. Well. I know. So if that was a pretty bad one, but anyway, <laughs> didn't, didn't see any shooting stars or anything. Oh, no, yeah. no. Hey, did were you able to see the uh, eclipse? Look for it. I forgot. <laughs> so. On Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't look. For yeah, it, it was. Um, we it was overcast where we were, so we really could watch it happen. Oh, it was amazing. It was just amazing. I think I was getting ready to leave. I think. I can, you know, because I didn't, I think I was getting ready to leave. Because I spent the first week here in Asheville, and I had that doctor's appointment with that that dude and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I'm glad to say that there hasn't been any big, huge news locally that affects me other than... I like the way you put that. That affects me. Yeah. Well, I know there's lots of news going on, and this is a season where everything happens. People, people have all this shit going on right now, and yes, and they do. And it's a lot of big shit too. Excuse it me. Crow. It's a lot of big. Maybe this episode, instead of a crow, I'll do a sea crow, a seagull. <laughs> That's a great idea. I did a video from the beach too. Did you? Now that now that you mention it, yeah. And I was all obsessed with, which I am really at the beach. I get obsessed with pelicans. I don't know what it is about me and pelicans. I just love them darn things. I like pelicans too. They're kind of they're primitive looking, you know? They're funny is what they are. They're funny. I do like me some pelicans, and I I enjoy watching the gulls. We got on. Oh, a me bear. too. Me too. Yeah. The stinkers. Those stinkers will take the sandwich right out of your hand. Yes, they will. Or you know, you can go big, get a bag of dog food, and they go crazy over that. Do they That's, really? Oh yeah. That'd be like if if they were throwing lobster to me. Ooh, I, lobster. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. I take me some lobster. Well, I tell you, the meme choices have been ripe lately, haven't they? We've had some good memes going yeah, around. Yes, we have. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'm sending you. <laughs> check this one out. This was speaking of those birds. This was I. I just texted it to your regular. Whenever okay. you get a chance. All right. And, thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we took a field trip day and drove over to South, through Southport, um, to the ferry, up to the Confederate Museum, past that, and then up to the other thing. 
Carolina Beach, I guess is what it is. Yeah, and I think so. Backtrack the backwards way and stopped at the at the graveyard for a little bit. Yeah, and that's such a beautiful cemetery. It's peaceful and beautiful. Everywhere you look, there's something interesting. Yeah, I really do like that place. It's, it's magic for me. I made so many photographs in that. Yeah. In that particular one. Because yeah. what's not to photograph? They, they every, every tombstone, every gravestone has got something interesting about it. Even if it's just a story or where it's located. And, you know, when you are out of the cemetery and kind of looking in, you start yeah. to realize that the, the reason that it's so wooded and beautiful because they've got all the trees are gone everywhere except for right there. They've taken them all down. And the reason they don't take some of them down is because those great big giant trees used to be tiny little saplings that somebody planted beside aunt so-and-so's grave or their children's grave or something That's like right. that. And through the many, many years they've grown and some of them have grown up big enough to where their root system has started to displace the caskets. It is interesting and slightly creepy. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't really associate cemeteries with living beings, you know? No, I, me I just that cemetery over at Avery's Creek was has been there and I would I would go there and play sometimes. I say play, but really what I was doing was checking out the graves and stuff like that. I would go out when my daughter was little. We've got several family cemeteries in the area. And I would go out there and, you know, clear off the graves and all that. And cat would just run wild because there weren't cars coming in and out. I mean, you know, cars do come, but she could mm -hmm. just run and run and run. And if she fell, she'd fall on soft grass. And, yeah. Yeah. and you know, the worst that happened is that she saw a snake one time. But it didn't scare her. She was just like, Mommy, Mommy, look, it's a snake. And I was like, Whoa. Wow. It's a little, you know, little green snake. Yeah. Well, you know, in Robbinsville, family property bumped up against the Cherokee property and the place where Junaluska's grave was. Uh huh. Sort of like, in, you know, I'd go up the backyard, up the hill at the backyard, and walk up the trail, just maybe, maybe three, four, five minutes worth, and I'd be right there at Junaluska's grave. And That's his, amazing. Yeah, and his grave was this big, giant, flat rock. That's, they put this huge boulder on top of their, the grave, and it's him and his wife is who it was. And I didn't think twice about crawling up on that rock and turning it into the place I would read my book, the place I would take a nap, it was my napping rock forever, yeah. Robbinsville. And it didn't occur to me to be bothered. I was not bothered in the least by the fact that there was two dead people underneath me. Right, it, right. It's just biology. It's just stuff. After you're dead, it's your body. And your body is just stuff. It's going to go right back into the ground unless you're preserved. And uh, it just didn't bother me living people scare the shit out of me sometimes but yeah you know dead, dead, dead people ain't scary to me they're not they could be i guess but they haven't been for me i don't worry about them they have a more pure way to communicate anyway there's mm -hmm. things that are intentions are not disguised it's like if you are a friend of me in theory you could go up to somebody and say something nice and mean something off and but i don't think that happens with the dead I don't think they would bother with some sort of duplicity like that. Do you? So it's like what you see is what you get with them. Yes, I agree. I agree hundred percent because, um, because they're in a place now where they understand, Right. you know, we're still, we're still curious about the what's and the where's and all that. But you know, once you're dead, you know, so, you know, you know, if you're dead, you might just, you don't know nothing because you're gone. Right. Well, we don't know. We don't know that. So we'll yeah. find out. Yeah, we will someday. And 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 when that happens, I doubt I'm going to feel like spending much time hanging out with people who are living just to just to give them a little scare every now and then. 
because I'm, I imagine that it takes a lot of energy or reserves or whatever it is that the spirit world would use to even be able to, to get to a place where they could communicate with people who still have a physical form. Yeah. So why would I bother to, you know, scare somebody, go boo or some shit like that? I don't know. I just never have felt worried about it. Well, and that is just never, my experience has not been any of that, you yeah. know, in treating with the dead. I've never had that. I've never had that happen. And maybe I'm just lucky, but I don't maybe, know. maybe, I don't know. I don't know either. But well, it's the season, isn't it? Tis the season. The veil. We talk about the veil every year. Oh, it's so thin. Oh, it doesn't exist. That's like, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah well yeah yeah. yeah what can you say it's well and you know people will fight me on that i'll go there's just no veil and they go well of course there is there's always a, and i'm like well all right if you if you feel like you need to believe that that's fine i don't that's have problem the with you believing that themselves. but i'm that's telling you your ancestors are here right now beside you right with you yeah. and just because you can't see them or hear them doesn't mean they are not there that's exactly right i totally totally agree with you oh rump <laughs> that's a good word when it's written it's h-a-r-u-m-p-s-p-h funny funny i like those old words like gallivant all that stuff you know i use those old words all the time um my favorite response lately to just anything is holy moly <laughs> or or gadzooks oh that's a good one <laughs> i like that yeah i try to keep the, it because the world is just crazy mm -hmm. and that's all right it is it's always been crazy as long as i've been alive anyway well yeah. and you know we're we're probably gonna have to clean up our act a little bit and yeah. not and not go wandering down these uh deer deer paths and jumping in these rabbit holes yeah yeah you're exactly right i don't know we we we've exhausted a lot of material <laughs> have we exhausted our audience though that's a big question are y'all exhausted with us because we uh i know we could just keep talking and talking and talking I yeah. told him last night, I kept checking the time, and I finally just said, y'all, you, you know I'm going to go over, right? And somebody said, well, don't threaten us with a good time. I said, I, I just am. I'm just warning you. Yeah. If you thought you were going to get out of here in an hour, you're probably wrong. So, oh. tell me, Byron. Ms. Yes, ma'am? You've lived here, and we just talked about the dark subjects and in, in Asheville in the area. Is there a ghost story that's been on your mind this year to tell? I have been uh, walking through some pretty dark, strange places this year. Hmm. And, you know, I, that whole ghost story stuff, I love it so, so much. And I love the idea that we can listen on the wind and we can hear voices mm -hmm. and I mean, all that stuff, I just, like you were saying earlier, it fascinates me. It doesn't scare me at all. And I guess I will tell you, I'm, I'm working on a ghost story. I'm writing one up this afternoon once we get off here that I'm not going to tell now because you will, y'all will see that uh, long about Halloween, I guess. Um, but there is the story and it's in my, my book, Roots, Roots, Branches and Spirits about this woman in my neighborhood where I grew up, or I mean, it wasn't really a neighborhood. I grew up in the country uh, near where I grew up. And her husband uh, was threatening her all the time and he beat her up, all that stuff. Well, ultimately, they got in one of those kind of fights that happen sometimes where he she, he killed her and she killed him. Well. Yeah. And. And ever after, when the light was exactly right, she crawled out on the little front stoop and bled out. And 
ever so often when the light was right, you could see her stretched out with her hand stretched over the steps like she was trying to get away. And they said there was so much blood that they couldn't even clean it up. And they ended up putting a stone facing on the whole house so that you couldn't see that. Mm. And that it's sad, but also very weird. Yeah, that's very weird. I've had, I had one where recently they, they were talking about the scal's mom who was in her bathroom and been, and had been pushed. She said she had been pushed and she fell, actually fell into her daughter's arms um, or her daughter caught her or something. But the thought was that she had been pushed. And I thought, I've heard of stuff like that, but I don't know what to think of it because. Had been, pushed by, had been pushed by a spirit? Ooh, interesting. When I, when I think of what kind of energy that must take because it's you know you can tell i've got this opinion that it's spirit has to translate to 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 the physical world because we're really not quite able to do that at will in the physical world so in order to do it it takes energy the spirit would have to know how to how to do that and and i think that to do something really tough like that like pushing somebody you'd have to have a lot of energy involved i would think I would, I would think so too. Yeah. So, so then that that brings up the question: Well, is it a ghost, or is it mm. a different kind of entity that maybe is a lot more efficient at, you know, energy work? What kind of entity do you think that would be? Well, I don't know. You see, I that's where I am more confused. I know about ghosts and stuff because they're I, they're kinfolk that I haven't yes. met. Exactly. And they feel human and they have human foibles and emotions and stuff like that. But it'd be kind of naive for me to suppose that demons did not exist if every other, you know, philosophy talks about them and stuff. I don't know if they do or not. I have seen evil that I can't explain that I, I have my stories and they have witnesses and it has to be something, and it wasn't human, I can tell you that. It was intelligent, and it did want to kill me. And so... Oh, but when was that? Tell me more. I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. When I was uh, 14 or 15 years old, I went to band camp. And my friend, that's right, you remember the story. And my No, I was just remembering one time at band camp, that, it's just that joke. When we were telling the story last year, we did that joke. But yeah, I was there with uh, five of my friends, snuck out that night, and we went up the hill. And uh, about halfway up the mountain there, or hill, there was something that we realized was following us. And we slowed down, slowed our walk down. And uh, I was one that had the flashlight, and I was on the far left side of the group. And whatever it was following us was on the right side. And I remember we slowed down to a stop and I took the flashlight and, and I moved it up to where whatever it was, was. And I remember I had to go up high about 10 or 15 feet up and there was something there that I can't explain. It was evil. It was scary. It, it, I've never been so terrified. I was convinced I was getting ready to die. And every one of us had the exact same reaction. And then, Flash forward 15 years later, and the internet has come around, Facebook is around, and we have a, a class reunion, and I ran into one of the people there, and I said, hey, do you remember that time? And he wouldn't, he confirmed everything that had happened, and I talked one by one, I've talked to almost every one of those people that were there, and they all independently confirmed it, except for the preacher man who said that in his church, they, they didn't talk about the demonic. That they didn't oh. get by talking about it. And huh. so he evidently thought it was a demon. I didn't know what it was. And every one of us have seen something different. My buddy Brian thought he thought it was a griffin. Oh. I, but yeah. And so I, I mean I, I don't I don't have a clue what it was. 
All I know is that the eyes were not human. There was intelligence behind them and it wanted to kill us, kill me for sure. I, you know, I can't speak for the rest of them. And we, it, it could have too, if it wanted to, it was that. So I don't know why it didn't. It chased us down the hill. It followed us down the hill. That's what I should say. And we were so terrified that not one of us ever spoke of it again until I brought it up after we had graduated. I mean, we didn't tell mm -hmm. anyone. And that's that in itself should tell you something. <laughs> yeah, it tells me how scared y'all were. Well, now that brings up the question of cryptids. So maybe it was a cryptid of some kind. That term didn't exist back then. No, that's it did not. And so it, it probably could be considered that. It probably could. I, I took it to be, oh, it must be some animal that was super intelligent and wanted to kill me because that's the thing well, I was and that, that might be what a cryptid is too I don't think anybody there took it as human as an evil human not not right. one of them so it was yeah that was just right up the road this area has darkness to it it's an old old mountain range why would it not exactly it's it's an ancient place with ancient stories and and a long history and some of it's very beautiful and some of it is not just like reality <laughs> so. <laughs> no kidding mm -hmm. <laughs> time has flown i can't believe how fast time has flown the last couple of weeks slash months slash years <laughs> it's just getting faster and faster yeah it's true mm -hmm. that's true mm -hmm. so well it's the uh it's the end of the it's the end of the year mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say it's the end of the world though somebody <laughs> somebody asked me a really very serious question at this festival i was at and i said well because you don't have time so get on it now and she went are you are you predicting my death and I'm saying and I said no ma'am I'm telling you none of us have time so get on it now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep I feel it especially this time of year I feel the the burden of it I do so so Anyway, I know our friends are out there getting ready to celebrate the day, and we've got some other other friends who really don't like it, and you know. Do we do have friends who don't like Halloween? Mm -hmm, I do. They say that it's macabre, and why I think about the dark things all the time. I get told that every now and then. Huh. I don't know. It it doesn't seem macabre to me. I mean, I, yeah, I guess it does. What am I saying? Of course it does. It seems a little bit silly sometimes, but I like yeah. how, and for the most part, I like how the United States has embraced it because it's a, it's, you know, it's silly like the rest of them in, in that <laughs> way. <laughs> it well, is pretty I mean, silly. It's about every American holiday that is popular has, has a lot of candy involved with it. Have you noticed? You know it. Christmas, Easter. <laughs> Thanksgiving has got maybe not candy, but food. You know, it's always got food <laughs> involved. I, I, used to, I used to say I couldn't tell the difference between all the candy holidays because there's Easter that has all the candy. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, well, Halloween that's got all the candy. But now everything has got all the candy. All the popular. It, it's everywhere. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, speaking of, do you know, we saw in Myrtle Beach, there are these giant stores now. Of course, you know about like Pacific and Wings and all the Halloween or beach places that they have. Now they have these places called Sugarland. And it's all candy. <laughs> all candy. Because that's what America needs is to eat more junk and crap. Right. I couldn't believe it, how big those stores were. It's like sugar daddies. <laughs> okay. Let's go find, take our kids to a 5,000 square foot store where there's nothing that doesn't have sugar in it. 
<laughs> and then we'll wonder why they don't behave right. Right. And we'll wonder why they are sick and they don't want to eat anything that's not full of sugar. Yeah, I know. That's a hard yeah. one. I actually am wor not worried, but I am watching with interest how I react to this new diet coming around for two weeks to walk away from sugar, processed food, all those things that addict you. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, I, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see what could happen. So anyway, and I had my first zoom tonight with this, um, MCAS Carolinas group. Oh, it's, nice. Yep. So we'll see. I, I have no idea what to expect. What's your plans for this next coming week or so? Are you traveling at all? <laughs> Here we go. Um, my plans are um, this weekend I am uh, part of the officiating team for a funeral. And then I'm teaching a class, a national class online on Sunday. Uh, and then next week, there's a woman coming into town on Wednesday to interview me and film me talking about folk magic. Ooh. And, you know, it's just every day there's a little something, something to do. Okay. Ooh. It's Halloween for all y'all Halloween celebrators out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, this is the the holiday of candy, and we're not even we haven't even started to discuss the the real reason Halloween exists. I know we'll do that next time, y'all. Tune in next time for the real story of Halloween. <laughs> Two <Lord>. chicks <laughs> who think they might know. <laughs> well, who's gonna talk about it, whether they know about it or not? That's right. That's exactly That's right. That's our job. We're podcasters. We don't have to know nothing. That's Do right. We? <laughs> well, most of the time we don't. <laughs> At least we admit it. Exactly. I mean, we are. Remember that, what was it? What you see is what you get. And that was an early on computer thing mm -hmm. that, that meant it was really user friendly and you it was fine. But we're kind of that. You know, we are what you see is what you get. And if you thought we were something other than we aren't, well, well, we ain't even really sorry about it. We're just, no. you know, you were just, you need to be disabused of that notion because we are what you see is what you get. That's exactly right. You know what? I, that reminds me of the very first podcast. Do you remember what you said? No, God, no. That was years I, ago, I, woman. I'm going to cut it I'm, I'm going to cut that part out and I'm going to insert it right here. Bless their hearts. It's going to let our audience know exactly who we are, maybe. And they may be really happy about that. And they may just not want to know because we are not, we are not what you might think we are. And weird is not what you might think it is. No. And it has many meanings just as we are many different kinds of people. And then everybody can hear what you said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, That's good. I remember. Oh, good, I guess. Yeah, it is fine. It was the first podcast. Sorry, y'all. We're awful. And you just need to know that. <laughs> I mean, like you had any doubt. We've tried to warn them now many times. Many times. If you ever see that on the podcast description, if you hear me say, you know, trigger warning, blah, blah, blah. It means we're going to say something that's going to piss somebody off every time. I just and I love it when, when you say things like, maybe if you're just too delicate, you need to go somewhere else. No, you don't <laughs> put it like that, but you do basically say, <laughs> you know, if it's going to hurt your feelings, just don't. Don't, don't even go. <laughs> I know your kitchen smells good. Um, it does smell good. Joe got me a bag of um, mixed southern greens and it has mm -hmm. you know all the greens you think it would have in it mm -hmm. yeah. and it's gonna be so good because my fire cider is ready and i'm gonna eat me a bowl of them greens mm. with fire cider on it maybe some onion chopped up in the top and some pepper. 
that sounds good. That sounds Doesn't good. It? Well, we got pickle beans ready to go now. We're getting oh, ready boy. for Thanksgiving. Did you make them? Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. I got, well, mom and I made them is what I should say. Got the recipe from one of our relatives and who makes oh, them really well. God. And so, yeah, yeah. I love me so, some pickles. So when we finally get around to um, writing that dang cookbook, we keep threatening her, right? We can put that pickle bean recipe in there. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, that doesn't need to die. It deserves to live. Well, that recipe is some good stuff. And I know for, I'm sure that for at least 50 to 55 years, that recipe has not changed. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I do too. So, Well, listen, I'm going to let you go. All I right. I guess I better go stir something somewhere. Wish me luck with that uh, thing tonight, that Zoom thing tonight. And I'll get a hold of you at some point. And just say, hey, in the next week, we'll plan on seeing each other. We'll, we'll both do some catching up. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, y'all, bye, 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 and bye. <laughs> Thank you, Bye-bye. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have. So I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals.